Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, do it. I just did, bud. Oh. <laughs> it's been so long since we recorded, I forget how audio works. <laughs> I feel like uh, we haven't podcasted it since last year. <laughs> I had to get one of those jokes out of the way. Just Yeah, quick. just just clean yeah, yeah, just clean your system out. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. I hate those jokes. I'm just going to pepper them in. <laughs> it's one of those things that when you go back to work, Everyone's like, wow, it seems like I haven't seen you since last year. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's that person. And then like literally yeah. everyone does that joke. <laughs> yeah. You're like, so me I'm and Katie joke. by those people. <laughs> me and Katie joke, because we used to work together, we used to sometimes paint people's offices. And uh, anytime you'd be painting anywhere on campus, so everyone that would walk by would be like, oh, when you're done that, if you want to come over to my house and you have some painting yeah. I need done. Yep. Yeah. And or then you're like, like I... oh, you're the first person to ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever just do like an uncomfortable belly laugh whenever they? Yeah. We're just like. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if you did that, like people would just, they would just kind of quit it. <laughs> so, uh, new year, uh, new us, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm really excited for this episode. And I'm thinking, man, we really bring in the new year pretty well. Because last year we had Joel on that podcast. Oh, for that's the new right. Year. Yeah. Yeah, and we and, had so much stuff for that episode. And Joel brought a bunch of stuff that he made. Yeah. And and s- this year is, you know, this new year is exciting. It's exciting and anticipatory for another episode um, where we're going to actually have the man on the pod. But for now, we're going to dive into some of the treats and gifts from our buddy Handlebar Todd. And it looks, smells amazing. And he kind of described, we did a little handoff today, so we got to meet him and talk a little about what he made and oh it smells so good and looks good and i and we're you know classic snack down we are going to break it up into two sections but mm, a lot of this is either made from todd uh or well, a couple of things are made uh, by him and then um and then other some and, sort of italian and syracuse and beyond treats mm-hmm. and so basically what this kind of is is encapsulating todd's new year's eve what Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of what he does for New Year's. So this is kind of like a New Year's Eve podcast for Todd. And uh, we're just taking all his treats and we're going to do a New Year's Day. So this is New Year's Day. We're actually doing this on. So this is the first day of 2021. No more 2020. Have you heard any uh, hindsight's 2020 jokes yet? Yeah. (laughs) Like they're all bad. Uh, they're, They're all really bad. Yeah. But I'm excited for this new year because I feel like there's hope. For health, the country, and maybe having guests on the podcast again at some point. What do you mean health? Like the health of like the country the, or like, like personal health? Yeah, like people's health. You literally the said earlier system. that you'd be dead by 50, Justin. <laughs> yeah, we were, me and Andy were <laughs> talking earlier and I told him I'd be dead by 50, which I still stand by. <laughs> uh, that's not a good thing to stand by there, Justin. <laughs> I don't see much future beyond 50 for me. But What we'll the hell, man? <laughs> What year would that be? 17 years from now? 2038. 2038, yeah. That's, dude, that's not that far away. It's not, so. You're like, better get dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I want to I start with the things that are less spicy and then move to spicier mm-hmm. just because I want to be able to taste things, right? 
What are you thinking? I think we start with the salami, right? So uh, this. So which one did he say? So Todd said one we have to cut with a really sharp knife. Probably both of these meats. Yeah, both of the meats. Did you? I mean, you already cut them, right? No. What? I'm gonna cut it on the podcast. Oh, really? Like an ASMR mm-hmm. sort of thing? Uh-huh. All right, but you better talk us through it. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like sawing, <laughs> and then you get you get this like, ah, oh, oh no. <laughs> That's like a that's like a venous. The blood squirting. Yeah, it's like oh. a well, it's like maybe like a semi-arterial bleed. Okay, let's cut that. <laughs> okay, up. let's start with the salumi. So, <laughs> Todd described it as he was kind of on a salami kick, <laughs> right? Isn't that how he described yeah. it? He said he finished a book that was about salami, <laughs> and he said, "You know what? The hell with it!" And uh, ordered some uh, really highly valued or you know or well spoken of salami from Denver. So this is called uh, <laughs> or il porcellino. Salumi in Denver. <laughs> and uh, this type of salami specifically is the saucisson, <laughs> saucisson basque. Yeah. Okay. We'll cut it up a little bit and uh, let's get at it. And uh, so this is Spanish salami made with espelette pepper. Ooh. Espeleta pepper. Ooh. Saffron and Chardonnay. Yeah, I see saffron. Uh, I see uh, saffron <laughs> at the end of the ingredients, but saffron a little bit goes a long way. I'm going to have a little bit. Oh, wow. It smells great. And you can see little bits of pepper, mm-hmm. peppers throughout. There's little red specks, little black specks, and there's some of the fat. <laughs> Justin is just describing salami. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's uh, circular, and uh, <laughs> it's really a conglomerate in here. It's really anyone's game as, uh, as to what's going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Mm. This, is, uh, this has a little kick to it, doesn't it? It does, which mm-hmm. I really like. So I don't know what espelette peppers are, do you? You mean espelette. Are you looking it up? Good. I appreciate how the top two ingredients are pork and pork fat, and then salt, and then Chardonnay, which is crazy, right? Like, what are you, what are you able so, to pick out of those? There is a little... The peppers are hot. They add a little bit of heat, but there also is a little bit of sweet in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is... There's an okay amount of, of sugar in here. I mean, Chardonnay has... A certain amount of sugar. Uh, there's white sugar. There's dextrose. You know, all in there. Yeah, it just has a... I mean, it's clearing out my sinuses. Like, not in, like, the overpowering way, but it's get, definitely getting me there. It's got a very interesting smell. Mm-hmm. So I think the smell is very different from other salami that I've smelled. Mm-hmm. But the taste is... It has a more similar taste to salami than I would get from the smell, I would say. And I bet when you're making something like salami, there's probably standards that you have to do to, like... I don't know. Call it salami, and there are. Oh uh, yes, pretty... the the salami district, <laughs> the salami standards. <laughs> um, but so they probably all have like a similar flavor. You're not going to get like wildly differing salamis, I would assume. Mm-hmm. But although I could be completely wrong, so I think a lot of those ingredients have the, a familiar salami flavor to me. But there is like a hint of sweet heat from that pepper. I think. So also on the label, like you haven't seen this, but it, it won the 2018 and 2020 Charcuterie Masters. Oh, wow. It's just pretty cool. So, But yeah, so the espelette pepper is a variety of capsicum anum that is cultivated in the French commune of Espelette, hmm. traditionally the northern territory of the Basque people. And so this is, how'd you say it? Salsison mm-hmm. Basque? Yeah, Salsison Basque. So this is a chili pepper. This is definitely more on the dry side, I would say, in terms of what I think of a salami. It's fantastic. And it's, it's more coarse. Like the pig fat is, I think, more... I think things aren't like as finely mixed and it's just amazing. Mm. I and mean, this is fantastic. I love yeah. this. 
So like Todd went from like, took us from our normal salami to maybe the best in the country, dare I say, mm-hmm. the grandmasters. This is so good. Mm-hmm. So on mine, he wrote salumi. I don't know what salumi is. Let's see. Oh, hold on. So mm-hmm. salumi, not salami. Salumi is an Italian term describing the preparation of cured meat products made predominantly from pork. Salumi include brassola. I don't know. Uh, Basola, which is made from beef and also cooked products such as mortadella and prosciutto cotto. So salami is a salumi. Salami is a type of salumi? Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. The word salumi comes from the Italian word salum, which means salted meat. That's interesting. So like prosciutto and capicolo, those are all types of salumi. So I would assume, I would... Pancetta. I would assume... Uh, that il or il porcellino uh, salumi. I mean, they're that's just the company name, mm-hmm. and they're able to, you know, kind of. I mean, they're obviously like a deli style. You know, not a deli, but someone that cures meats and delicious types of meats. So that would be like the catch-all for their company because if that's like the business then they're that they're in, they could, you know, they could have every type of cured meat and still call it a salumi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I mean, that's delicious. I'd like to have a little drink, though. Mm-hmm. So what are we drinking here, Justin? All right. So Todd, he is a master of honeys, and someday we'll have him on to talk about honey. But with his honey, he does lots of things. But one of the things he does is make mead with his honey. And so the first mead we're going to try is a blackberry bouchette, which is a burnt honey mead. And this is made with wildflower honey that was cooked until caramelized and then fermented with wild blackberries. Spell this. Oh, man, it smells really good. Yeah. And this is an ABV of 16%. It's a little bit higher than a wine. I haven't had mead in who knows how long, 10 years? I don't know. Uh, can I, and before we go much further, I I would like to plug his company or projects, right? So all of his projects are going through what's called, hand, it's called Handlebar Craft. So um, if you want to follow him on Instagram or Facebook, he also has handlebarcraft.com. But if you want to see like the full spectrum of Todd's musings and like, I mean, he, he, he just, he is a jack of a lot of trades <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so like mycology, I mean, he's a big mycology, uh, fan and, you know, enthusiast. So I'd like to get him on for some, we should do some mushrooms at some point, <laughs> but all right, let's try this. Oh yeah. Oh damn. <laughs> that really- is so good. So on the nose, I mean, the honey is just, I mean, that that's, for me, that's like front and center what the flavor is, right? Mm-hmm. Just like a really like nice, warm honey. Uh, the thickness of it isn't like, it's not like an overly thick drink. The color is nice. It's almost like a brown, sort of red, very clear. Yeah, it kind of say? reminds me a little bit of a rum color, only a little bit more red. Yeah. And that's got to be from the blackberry, I would assume. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Do, do you taste the blackberry or smell the blackberry? I do. It's very good. It's very floral, too. The whole thing of it, to me, tastes a little earthy, a little fruity, like honey, and then floral. Well, it's made with wildflower honey, so the floral makes sense, right? But man, that, think, yeah. that blackberry flavor is just so yummy. It's mm-hmm. not like a, like a blackberry simple syrup, you know, like a fake addition. It's definitely, it has that like real flu- flute. Yeah. yeah <laughs> real fruit flavor. It's kind of a little bit, it's a little bit tart. Not too tart. Honestly, Not too tart. It yeah. just has like a real fruit tartness. Because all fruit, at least berry-wise, I feel like they have a little bit of tartness underneath the sweetness. Yeah. I poured a little bit for Caitlin downstairs. She's going to love this. This is excellent. So I'm, 
If this is like a New Year's with Todd, that's the place to be, I guess. Yeah. Eating like salumi and drinking mead, wildflower honey mead. Yeah. I mean, that'll that'll keep you warm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> and a cold day. It was very cold out today. Mm-hmm. I know. So earlier we were saying like, yeah, Todd's really cool. And we're like, what does he think about us? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Andy were like shivering in the cold and I feel like Todd felt impervious to the cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i i truly want to go hiking with him at some point um i think that'd be yeah. cool if he'll have us um, yeah, he's a 46er he's a 46er so he's yeah. a, a good hiker and he just does a lot of things like i feel like if you bring up uh, a hobby he's already mastered it mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna start doing this and he'll say oh yeah i did that and he, 10 he's years like, ago and <laughs> he's he's like he's proud of his work but also modest you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. He, he's mm-hmm. like he's like yeah, like this is a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun to do, but mm-hmm. he's not boastful. Like it's yeah. it's very He's one of those guys cool that aspect. really likes to learn. Yeah. And yep. so he's constantly whatever he can learn from whether it's books or from some other someone else. That's just what we're getting. He's a, that's, yeah. that's that's just what, what we're gathering. And that's all good. It's all good stuff. That's always cool. It's always good to be open to learn. I feel like everyone can learn more. Mm-hmm. And even if you're have a doctorate in your field, I feel like there's always more that you can learn. So I agree. I agree. Some people like some people learn something and then they think they're masters. (laughs) Masters of masters of nothing. Right. Like we've like we're masters of podcasting. There's nothing else we can learn. Literally (laughs) zero things. Uh, While we're sipping on this, let's try some more food stuffs. Uh, Which would you like? Which would you? So there's. um, So let's clear our palates from meat Mm -hmm. for a sec. Okay. Let's switch over to this. Uh, we're going to have some sharp provolone. Don't say it like that. <laughs> oh, are you eating that cheese with someone or are you eating it provolone? <laughs> I'm eating it provolone. Mm. So how do you say this? Provolone. Soracina? Yeah. Soracina, Soracina? provolone. I assume. Soracina? My yeah. Italian is non-existent, unfortunately. That is good. Mm. Wow. How would you describe this? It's interesting because I like provolone on sandwiches i get provolone a lot when i get a sub or whatever and i think todd said this is not your crappy deli provolone (laughs) yeah this is this is what he described as a sharp provolone it actually has similar flavors to a swiss do you get that yeah it's like similar similar to a swiss but a little more uh creamy i would say Mm -hmm. and then it also it's like creamy in flavor but also has like less of a uh, it's hard to describe like a swiss texture but this this definitely has like little granules, not like. Uh, I'm, it's hard to say. It's hard to say like what it is in terms of. Are there like cheese texture descriptions or describers? Let's see. I don't know. Oh so yeah. So th- like I, I said, this is a Soracina provolone. Soracina is actually a commune in Italy, so that's like where it's from. So when he said this is not your crappy provolone, you know, a, a deli provolone. I mean, this this has. I wouldn't say funk, but it's it's maybe gamey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. So. Well, it's interesting. So there's a little bit of moisture on the cheese. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's just as it's warming up, but that moisture is a little sour. Uh-huh. But that that sourness doesn't go into like the the brick of cheese. It's kind mm-hmm. of like the I don't know the sourness clinging to the edges. But yeah, I would say there's hints of the sharp cheddarness. Just that like the aged. I don't know how you get something sharp. Isn't it aging? Let's find out what sharp provolone is. How does one sharpen a cheese? Is it sharpening? Is that how you... Uh... <laughs> no. No, John. <laughs> There's almost, no sharp and dull. <laughs> almost cut myself up on that cheese. <laughs> this is a dull provolone. So a sharp provolone is distinctly different from 
your typical provolone because it's produced with a lipase derived from goat. So a dolce provolone, like so it'd be like a sweeter provolone, uses a calf's lipase instead. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so the Spruce Eats talks about um, sharp provolone. And actually provolone, the name comes from the Neapolitan words prova or provola, which means globe-shaped, um, which mm-hmm. talks about it's, you know how it's formed. And the dolce, provolone dolce is sweet, and provolone picante is aged for a longer time and has a stronger taste. And mm-hmm. it's the goat. So warm milk is uh, left to curdle. The curds are cut into small pieces. Whey is drained off. That's kind of what you're going to get with a lot of cheeses. Uh, then the spinning process begins. And then it, uh, it acquires its flavor from aging, the aging process and the rennet, which is made from goat or lamb. So what is rennet? Okay. Ooh, that uh, blackberry meat after the cheeses. Is it good? Does it hit? Magnificent. It does. Really? Okay. So rennet is a complex set of enzymes produced in the stomachs of ruminant mammals. Okay. So that's different from Reddit. It's way different from Reddit. Uh, it's less toxic, actually. Weird. <laughs> oh yeah, that okay. is very good with the cheese. Yeah, man, we should have Fridays with uh with Todd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be our new Patreon segment, Fridays with Todd. <laughs> Fridays with Todd. Fridays with Todd. Uh, throw some saxophone. Also, music uh, <laughs> our sitcom coming out. <laughs> <laughs> What have you been doing, Todd? Reading another salami book? <laughs> and then we're like, uh, and actually, uh, if you have if you have any salami, and Todd's just like, no, you just made fun of me for the salami thing. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, the the long and short of of sharp provolone is it's aged longer, and then also the rennet that they use is goat rennet rather than calf rennet. Yeah. And that's all they wrote. Yeah, I would say, man, this would be really good in a sandwich. Yeah. I, I feel like you shouldn't put it in a sandwich. Is that like a thing? Like if you're a cheese connoisseur, is it like cheese straight or nothing? I can you not? Can you just not have cheeses at that point in a sandwich? I don't hmm? know. But this would be really good in a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I do taste, so it's I, to me it's a combination of what I understand is provolone, a little bit of Swiss, like a, a mild Swiss, mm-hmm. and then a little bite from the sharpness. So like a like a mild sharp cheddar or something like that. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, do you want to have a little bit of the suppressi? Yeah, let's let's uh, suppressi the cheese for now and Mm-mm. get into the next meat. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what so is this it? is a hot soppressata, okay. and I'm very excited because I like hot things. Yes. And I can't read what this is. It says duamici artiganali. Probably way wrong. <laughs> Gosh, I wish Todd were on here right now. <laughs> He'd say, wow, you guys, you said that one wrong. <laughs> Here's the thing. We would 100% just defer to him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, our Patreon should be Italian with Todd. Italian with Todd? Yeah. I mean, like, on, like, the language learning thing. <laughs> Let's get into this hot <laughs> soppressata. I'm just going to take a little bite before I before we look anything up. So if you made a cocktail with, like, whiskey, water, honey, like Todd's honey, uh, and then maybe, like, a little bit of uh, a pat of butter and, like, cinnamon, would it be called a hot toddy or a hot toddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
it's good. This is good. Mm-hmm. This has such a smell that like what herb is that? Or uh, I'm gonna try to look this up. Wow, dude, yippee! This is good. So the color of this is a little bit more purple, I would say, than the salami, slightly. Oh yeah. And I see no, yeah, pepper seed. I found a pepper seed in there. So that's how you know it's hot. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, like everything that we've had is so far not overwhelmingly hot. He he did give us a large proportion, like proportionately, everything is like a little on the spicy side, which is good, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is getting me a little bit. I just chewed on a seed. No? Oh, yeah. Is that's it, how you I, know it's hot. <laughs> all right. So here are the ingredients. The ingredients are pork, sea salt, spices, paprika, crushed red pepper, sugar, celery powder, lactic acid starter culture, packed in natural casing. Mm. Red pepper flakes. Mm-hmm. So lately I've been trying to cook with peppers more. Yeah? Like what kind of pepper? Yeah. So I got some Padron peppers from our Patreon, Derek. Cool. And uh, they were a little too hot for them. So I'm like, oh, good. So I, I cooked some like taco meat with some Patron peppers and garlic and some green onions and stuff. It was so spicy, but it was so good. And I was like, I got to start <clears throat> cooking with some hot peppers more. Hmm. So when I go to Wegmans, I usually like pick out some peppers. And yeah, I've been just like cooking, throwing them in with some of my meats and stuff. Delicious. So out of the two meats, which one's your favorite? I got to say the salami. I mean, it's, I mean, maybe just because I'm a sucker for even knowing that saffron is in something. <laughs> 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 and and knowing that like Todd like read a book about salami and then immediately ordered this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that could have some impact, but yeah. yeah it's good. I would say the soprasada just because I really like that hot kick after. Yeah. I'm kind of feeling it in my throat and I like that. Yeah. You're like, my, <laughs> you're like, my throat's closing up, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then did you like the you cheese? You want a thick throat in the winter. It keeps it warm. Yeah. You, you like the cheese? Yeah. I love the cheese. I'm a big cheese guy. I mean, that's what I do uh, for Christmas, Thanksgiving. I kind of bring cheese. I mean, last <laughs> night I had a small New Year's with my brother and his wife and uh, I ate a lot of cheese. So, Did you stay till uh, the ball drop? Yeah, I got home at like one o'clock last night. Nice. And then I was like, why did I decide to meet Andy at nine in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> that's episode four of our sitcom. Actually, no, that that's actually probably episode one, mm-hmm. right? Because like, that's like the meeting Todd in person thing, right? Yeah. And Todd went to bed. Dad, Todd didn't make it to midnight. He made it to 1030, I think he said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll <laughs> see you guys in a little bit. Uh, we are going to... Um, take a break. Take a break. Get uh, a little something different to drink, and um, we'll see you in a second. Yeah. So check out... While, while you're waiting oh. and listening... Oh, no. Oh, no. We're not... No, no. We're not done. While you're waiting and listening, check out uh, Handlebar Craft. Uh, Handlebar is one word, and then craft. Check it out. It's really cool. And we'll see you in... Uh, I don't know, 30 seconds or so? Bye. And we're back! back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. (laughs) Uh, So we're back and... We're back and we have a bunch of different things. Yes. But let's first take a sip of this second mead that Todd made. Now, what is this, Justin? So this is a Sizer apple mm-hmm. cider mead. It's made with wildflower honey again, and it's forged wild apples that were hand-pressed and fermented. And this is a 18% ABV. 
Ooh, that is fantastic. It's, it's awesome. That's so good. And it definitely has like that wild apple, like little kick to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not... a nice blend of the honey and the apple. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's funny because Todd, so Todd makes mead, but does not drink it. Mm-hmm. He's not, he does not drink alcohol. It gives him heartburn, I guess. So he just doesn't drink anything. So his wife must be the taste tester, I'm assuming, unless he like takes a little dabble. He's got a, I mean, I can you think... make tons of mead and never taste it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think, I think at some point, at a certain point you have to try like even just like a little teaspoon and just go, it's mm-hmm. uh needs a little bit more of this. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're really going to yeah. like hone in on your craft, like you have to be mm-hmm. able to. Yeah. Hone in on your handlebar, handlebar craft. craft. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this is really, really good made. So. Very, very good. <sighs> Yum. So <laughs> while we have. A drink. Let's get into a little bit more food. Okay. So Todd picked up for us the bread of the day from Pasta Possibilities so downtown. They have also have like a bakery kind of. Yeah. And have you, they have, have you a bread had a of the day every day. I have not had a piece yet. Of the no. bread, I did. You did. <laughs> you <Yeah>. cheat. <laughs> so how, this is how the how new year is going to be, I guess. <laughs> Sneaks, <laughs> sneaking food, sneaky, <laughs> sneaky remote episodes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going to take a. Uh, just a bite of this. Mm. Like, bread is so damn good, man. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, Katie gave me a loaf of bread from a skinny Atlas bakery. Mm-hmm. I literally ate that bread in one day. A whole <laughs> loaf. <laughs> wow. But this bread uh, is really, really good, too. Mm-hmm. It has a good, um, has a good spring to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got a very interesting crust. Very, very thin. It, kind of- that and it looks like the whole thing has cornmeal on it. Like a very mm-hmm. fine cornmeal. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's cornmeal. It looks like it. Some sort of meal. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I can make a meal out of that, but right. <laughs> All right. So with possibilities, there is a, they're classically known if you're from around here. They make a spicy hot tomato oil. Yep. And it's very, very good. And uh, actually, so Wegmans distributes the spicy tomato oil. Mm-hmm. So if you're at Wegmans, anywhere where Wegmans is, you should be able to find the spicy tomato oil wherever you are. So it's a really it's secured, dip. it's a secured top, isn't it? It is a very secure top. Yeah, right, I'm just go. gonna dip right into the the thing. Oh yeah. So this hot tomato oil is really good, and Pasta Billy's is great. They make their own pasta, so it's like homemade pasta, and they do a hot tomato oil in like fettuccine Alfredo. Mm. So it's like this mixed in with like the Alfredo sauce on over noodles, and it is it's so good. I can honestly tell you that I've probably had Pasta Billy's like the meal mm, maybe twice. Really. So yeah. my dad loves possibilities, and he used to come up here for business a lot, and that's where a lot of the they would go for dinner. Oh, nice uh, for work and stuff. So now that he lives up here, he's like, "Ooh, possibilities!" Because mm-hmm. it's like right around the corner. He gets that fix. Yeah, I always get the hot tom Alfredo. And it's delicious. The hot tom Alfredo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so this is off topic, but I've been watching a lot of Breaking Bad lately. I missed okay. that boat and. Uh, it's one of those things that once everyone's watching it and they're like, you've got to watch it, then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I hear you. But enough time has passed and I'm like, ah, eh, it's about time. So I've been watching that kind of nonstop. And so then I was dreaming last night about cooking meth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some, some people take their lo- love of, you know, harvesting honey to the next level and start making sizers and other cool things. And you dream about meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it was kind of a disturbing dream, but no one wants to hear dreams. Go for it. Well, I mean, we had been cooking meth. Hold on. Hold on. Can we get like a uh, like an like intro? a dream scenario? Yeah. 
So there I was in the meth house. <laughs> and uh, You talking about my house? <laughs> no, I don't know wh- where it was. I think it was a combination of somewhere I've been and somewhere in the show. Mm-hmm. But the house got searched by like three DEA agents. Mm-hmm. We had like a trap set up on the stairway, so I think we <laughs> killed them. And since I'm not laughing some... that you killed them. I'm just <laughs> laughing that you Home Alone style. Like, it was a very Home Alone out. trap. Like I remember them walking up, and then I think like three nooses dropped out of the ceiling. I don't know. What? It was very strange. Anyways, You're I like, woke up. You in the tripped morning. on marbles, suckers. <laughs> I woke. I woke up in the morning. All the meth equipment was packed into a line of bags, like large duffel bags. Okay. And everyone that I was working with was gone, and I knew the police were coming because we had just killed the three DEA agents. Right. Of course. And I'm like, great. I'm stuck here with all the meth equipment, and they're all coming. So I have to like hide. How do I hide all these bags of like tubes and? beakers and so where were the bodies at, where were the agents at this point they, it was all they were gone i don't know what happened to them so then i went outside and for some reason i was in a bayou swamp probably because i've also been playing red dead redemption <laughs> what a weird yeah and so i'm like i have these huge duffel bags that i wanted to bury but i couldn't bury because i was in swampland and i didn't want to like throw them in the water because it would be easy to like drag the water and find the bags yeah so then i was trying to find the most dangerous spot to hide the bags which was near like alligators <laughs> uh-huh. and, and so like I, I threw the bags near these alligators and then i was like wading through too deep of water and then like the alligators were coming for me and that was how the dream ended so i don't know if i got away with it wow. probably not i think i hid one duffel bag of beakers um okay well justin i really think the alligators and the meth equipment really sort of symbolize what you're hiding maybe you are kind of hiding some career aspirations behind a thick wall of teeth um i think in terms of the three dead dea agents the symbols of three i mean that's pretty common in dreams and that resembles the past present and future and you know really you have to change your mindset um you know, because because you just hung it all like a couple of Christmas ornaments in a meth house. And that's obviously not good. Then you had the three duffel bags, okay? So uh, your future sounds like your past, present, and future is in meth. So I'm actually in as a customer and an investor, and I'm going to help you get it set up with your meth business. And then the psychiatrist pulls out the exact bag from my dreams. <laughs> this, Justin, you already told me, Justin, you've got split personalities, Justin. <laughs> You've been cooking meth all along. <laughs> Are you okay there? You Possibility choke- sauce. Hot. You choke on a crystal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so cool. what makes this tomato sauce hot? So there's tomatoes in it. Wow, that's There's hot. olive oil, honey, garlic, spiced oil, which is canola oil and spices. There's salt, there's chili peppers, and citric acid. So it's just, I mean, who knows what chili peppers are because we've discovered on this podcast that chili peppers is a broad term. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of peppers to... and hot things, <sighs> let's, let's steer back towards handlebar craft. This, look how orange this thing is. Like, it's oh, no. it's almost glowing, uh, this hot sauce. This is batch number three hot sauce, made with lacto-fermented pepper, onions, carrots, and then blended with garlic-fermented honey and homemade apple cider vinegar. Oh, wow. That sounds I mean, really good. medium to medium-high heat. I am yes. willing to bet that all of the ingredients were home grown it smells great i mean it's within the realm of possibility i mean honey absolutely homemade apple cider vinegar absolutely the pepper yeah he absolutely grew his bone pepper onions sure why not carrots and then garlic 
Yeah, he he made this all himself. That's crazy. I can't wait to try it. And Todd, Todd's response, so I, I go, he goes, yeah, we got some hot sauce in here. And, um, well, Andy, you're just going to have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know you don't like hot things, but you're going to have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's somewhere uh, on the sitcom rubbing his hands together. <laughs> Look at Andy try the hot sauce. You're not, don't villainize him. <laughs> <laughs> That's season two, man. <laughs> All right. I kind of smell the carrot. I'm not going to lie. All right. Yeah, I do smell a little bit of carrot. Almost like a hot V8 juice. Definitely the onion. That's spicy. <laughs> it is spicy. That's delicious. What? Uh, I can taste the garlic. Uh-huh. Like a spicy garlic. It's got a nice vegetable, like that carrot, onion, garlic. Kind of like a like sautéed vegetables, but then with some peppers and... Um, let's smell. Try some more, Andy. <laughs> I, I will. I will. <laughs> so good. Mm. If, it, if it wasn't Todd, I'd tell you to bug off, but it is Todd. So I'm not a diverse uh, hot sauce eater. What would you put this on? I think a couple of drips in a sandwich would be really good. Um, a little bit in some like mac and cheese. So this hot sauce has a drip spout. So you're getting like drips at a time. So it's not like a buffaloing sauce where you're putting a lot on. A little it is bit. spicy. Yeah, a little bit goes so, along. So. <laughs> You could put it into like a little bit of ground beef, I bet, mm. while you're cooking. Make mm-hmm. it spice it up a little bit. Things like that. Like anything anything you want to add a little bit of spice to while you're cooking, I bet you could just dabble a couple drops in. Yeah, I mean, because this has like, the heat is like kind of a neutral heat, right? Like it, do, it mm-hmm. doesn't have any, any like wild curveballs in terms of like the flavor of the heat, if that makes sense. And then it also has like a good like vegetal flavor with the onion. The onion is very apparent. The garlic is pretty apparent. And the carrots on the nose are very apparent, so. Yeah. The vinegar, so it's got vinegar in it, right? Yeah, I mean, vinegar is just a good base. Yeah, vinegar is a good base for. Yeah. So the vinegar and the the amount of heat reminds me of some hot wings that I've had. Okay. Like the the flavor, like the the heat and the vinegar taste. But then the flavor is more on like a a vegetable side, like that carrot, onion, garlic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. It does kind of smell like a hot V8 juice. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Who knows if Todd likes that comment or not? <laughs> I mean, we got to tell it like it is, but you've said it like he's four like, times. He's <laughs> sipping on hot V8 juice as he's listening to this. Oh, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you wanted to make a Bloody Mary with a little extra kick, this would probably be perfect for that. Mm. Mm. And I think the mead... I don't think it like pairs perfectly, but it's still, uh, it's not lessened by the hot sauce. It's still delicious. Mm-hmm. So I'm pounding so, this to- hot tomato oil too. Yeah, that possibilities hot sauce is just, woo, especially with like fresh bread. Yeah, it's like it's the perfect combo. So man, thanks Todd. Wherever you are out in the world, I mean, we we have like a general idea of where he is. You know, it's not like, <laughs> yeah, he's not a nomad. <laughs> he's got, I mean, he's got roots. He's got a family. He's pretty settled. Like he's in the three one five right now. <laughs> we, 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 it's a pretty good guess. Uh, so what was your favorite thing out of, well, name your top two favorite things, uh, for food. I think we should kind of discuss the drink separately. So the soppressata was so good. I love the heat of that. I love fresh bread and this hot tomato oil. I could eat that probably every day. Yeah. But just because Todd made it, I think I'm going to say the hot sauce because I love trying new hot sauces. And like I said, I'm trying to cook with more peppers lately. So I might try to cook with a little bit of this hot sauce. It could be pretty good. And I'd, I'd say I'd be willing to wager that, you know, with, with some heat, like if you're cooking it with something, 
Like, I feel like the flavors are just, like, really going to radiate, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be really good. I like learning about the the differences in the rennet. Like, I just thought, like, rennet was rennet, just like an enzyme. Yeah. I really didn't even have the best idea of where rennet was from, unless I learned that on a previous episode. I don't you think know, we've uh, talked about rennet. But, um... Yeah. So what was your favorite, <clears throat> both food and... I got to say, I could probably eat that salami, like, all day. The salami was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just amazing <laughs> yeah the, i mean i'm 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 very impressed with the hot sauce because i could smell so much about it i mean like you listed all the the ingredients and i could think i could pick out each of those ingredients yeah i mean the one ingredient that i probably couldn't pick out would be the honey i think the honey mm-hmm. isn't going to play like a, a lead role in this yeah. or in most hot sauces but it does add i think a like a subtle sweetness so it's just not all heat and like garlic you know Smell it again and think of kimchi. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think you yeah. could make some sweet kim or awesome kimchi with this. But um yeah, I mean and then ob- obviously like I mean I just love bread. I, yeah, I totally bread. agree with you. I could just eat bread like all day. What so was your favorite back, drink? <laughs> yeah. Back to the mead. Yeah. I, uh, they were both delicious. Uh I'm just gonna say the blackberry. Just yes. because I really liked that subtle tart and sweetness from the blackberry. It tasted like real fruit. And it so, was really, really good. Plus, I, blackberries are my favorite berry. So For me, it didn't taste tart, really at all. There was, I felt like a little little bit of tartness. Like like a fresh fruit, like real off the vine tartness. To me, I thought it was like 80% really nice. Like he was saying, like, you know, because it, it's, it's a caramelized honey. I mean, essentially, mm-hmm. like you kind of, you're heating it up and, and kind of really just uh, rendering it down. So... I'd say 80% of the flavor was there with the honey and just like a nice, like, I don't know, warm, earthy, earthy uh, honey. And then I'd say 20% had a, like a little bit of uh, the blackberry flavor. Mm-hmm. But I really, yeah, was, really liked that. I really liked both of them. And the meat I've had in the past, like 10 years ago, was very, I don't know, it was like watered down, dry, yeah. very dry. And yeah. I don't know, like these had a really good honey flavor. And I don't know, I just, I haven't liked meads in the past. This is good mead. And, and and so while I really liked the Blackberry Boucher, um, I also truly did like the Sizer. I liked the Sizer because it was a little wild, right? Like, I, I do like wild apples. Like, have you ever just, like, walked around and just eaten wild apples? Sometimes, yeah. It's wild. They're really small, at least the ones that I found, like the wild apples. Yeah. Yeah, that had just, like, a little a bit of an extra kick and kind of made it, like, a little unchained, you know? Yeah. And so the Sizer, it says, is an apple cider mead, and it definitely had a nice hard cider undertone to it mm-hmm. to me like hard cider though like is a lot more refined and the mm-hmm. mead the mead side of it did keep it like pretty i mean because he i mean I, I would i think that at his base he just makes a really good base mead and i'd be willing to wager that he probably worked on just like perfecting a mead and then kind mm-hmm. of like kind of branched out and did some other stuff i mean like both of these drinks like really kind of like prove to me or you know show me that that he has done probably just a really good base mead. And then he kind of went sort of the blackberry and, and kind of the, the rendered and kind of heated honey route. And then he also did like the sizer. It's just, I just want more of it is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is the new year, man. This what is the think? new year. Lots of new things. So here's a question. Okay. I know you don't have a very good memory, but do you, <laughs> do you have a favorite thing that we did this past year in 2020? Yeah. I liked doing, it might not have been my favorite thing from a culinary aspect of it, 
I liked having the seafood boil with you. Oh, yeah. That was a really good episode. That was my favorite. Because so you and I get together most of the times when we, when we can get together in person. I mean, our schedules are busy. So a lot of times we get together for the pod. That felt like pod plus you and I just kind of hanging out. And just mm-hmm. like, you know, like it was just like a bunch of food just dropped. And it's like, oh, cool, man. Let's just hang out. and eat yeah. some. You know, I think we probably cut a little bit of the the conversation and dialogue out of that. But I mean, it was just. It was just you and I talking. So I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really liked that above all. Yeah. I, I don't know if I could pick a favorite thing, but I yeah. feel like this year we did a lot of cool things. Like we tried a lot of local restaurants, which is cool. Like places we hadn't tried before. Yeah. So that was a cool thing. I think hiking was a fun episode. Oh yeah. That was a lot of fun. I mean, honestly, like against, against the odds and in terms of like, you know, in terms of uh, the new normal. I mean, like you and I were you and I were safe like throughout the entire thing like from a covid mm-hmm. perspective like we were watching the numbers and everything but I think that you and I were able to make a lot out of what we had. Yeah. I would say Jimmy did you have any surprises this year? Like something that you didn't think would be that great or something that you were surprised at? I'll tell you mine. You first. <laughs> I was very surprised at the spam sushi that we ate. Like it turned su- out to be surprisingly really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the most surprising thing that I had this year was that second Midori drink. Like, come on, man. Like, what the hell? Wait. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The uh, cilantro drink? Yes. <laughs> That's absolutely. That good. No, it wasn't. And, <laughs> and it did not belong on a Midori episode. <laughs> that that was that's absolutely my biggest surprise for this year really so so you weren't going for a good surprise you were Uh, going for like a scared surprise (laughs) i was going for (laughs) startled (laughs) (laughs) startled like a deer who all of a sudden stops and turns its head and goes what what the hell was that tasted like a taco tasted like a bad as tasted like a burrito right uh it was pretty bad sorry bud uh, so, uh, what do you want to do in 2021? I know we kind of like talked in terms of our own personal goals in 2021. What do you want to do as a couple? <laughs> <laughs> so depending on how, I mean, they're rolling out vaccines now, yeah. there's a glimmer of hope on the horizon of things getting back to normal. So at least a snackdown goal is to finally have guests on again. And yeah. one of those guests would be Hindvar Todd, which would be great. Yeah. And we have a bunch of other people we want on. So this past year has just kind of been just me and Andy forging our way through the podcast world by ourselves. But uh, which, which has been good, good in some ways. Yeah. It's kind of forced a little different creativity. And I think it's kind of taken a weird turn, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of weird episodes in there. Uh, but yeah, and so I'm excited for that in the future of this. But uh, just uh, as a couple, uh, <laughs> maybe another hiking trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Todd, if you're listening to this, we are serious. We do want to go hiking with you. So just kind of take us up on that offer and we'll try to keep up. What uh, What are you excited for in 2021? I'm mostly excited for our folk album that's going to be coming out Q3 2021. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I would really like to go hiking with you. I think the podcast is a cool medium but it would be cool to do you know some more active stuff and just kind of mm-hmm. get out and yeah see it see uh see nature and its beauty yeah so, well this yeah. has been a good episode so thanks todd again 
Yeah. For giving us a big sack of goodies because <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. Seriously, fantastic. Um, I can't wait to hear feedback from Kaylin in terms of uh, the meads and especially the hot sauce. Um, I think she was a little apprehensive about provolone because I don't think she's that big of a provolone person. But but I, is she a provolone person? Um, only when she's alone, yeah. Does she like, is Kaylin a hot person? She, I think she's very <laughs> hot, yeah. <laughs> Does she like hot sauce? <laughs> it's, my, it's my wife we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah she likes hot sauce <laughs> yeah cool yeah i think she'll i think she'll really like this and i i think um i think she'll probably find a similar utility that that you're kind of thinking of in terms of using the hot sauce i won't tell her what you're thinking of using it for so i want to kind of hear what she thinks and i'll report back and see if it's something different from from what nice. you're thinking mm-hmm. so um if you haven't already clicked over to handlebar todd's uh socials click over there follow him um he does some really cool stuff if you're interested in making your own food, um, yeah. growing your own food, cultivating mushrooms, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to have a how-to, so don't just go looking at his Instagram page and just start picking mushrooms willy-nilly. But, you know, maybe uh, that, that'd be a good place to, to start. And I, I'd say, I mean, his photos are just aesthetic, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're informative and, uh, and aesthetic, and he's got, like, usually pretty good educational blurbs on the bottom. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a very smart, knowledgeable guy, and... Uh, he makes really good stuff, and you can buy at least honey from him. Yeah, with a couple bu- other things. So cool. Yeah, you know, uh, check out what's on the store, and if you have any questions about it, I'm sure he would be happy to, more than happy to answer your questions. Um, so you can email him at the at the store's website. Yeah, and if you uh, make a podcast that he listens to slowly over the course of two years, um, maybe he'll give you a sack of goodies too. <laughs> High doubt. Uh, we're we're special, Justin. Okay. <laughs> it's just gotta. It's what I gotta tell myself. <laughs> no, but uh, Todd, we really do appreciate. Um, yeah. Just the personal touch on uh, like the Todd New Year's. So that's really cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for kind of bringing us into kind of your tradition and and what you typically do. And I mean, everything was just delicious. And I wish this was my New Year's tradition. Maybe it is. Maybe it is meat and charcuterie board. I mean, yeah. Sounds great. It's a means to an end. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the great thing about New Year's, bud. You can start all over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can check this episode out and others like it on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. And you can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 315-313-5456. Thanks for listening to us the past year, if you have. And if you're a new listener, welcome. And uh, I think it's going to be a good year. Welcome. We'll try not to disappoint. Andy, how do we always wear the same thing? What do you mean? Are you wearing a gray sweater, sweatshirt? No, it's green. It's oh, it's green? green? Oh, yeah. Never mind. But, it looks great. But but truly, I mean, if you really want to know the answer to that, we're a couple. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Kalen, yoo-hoo. <laughs> um, <Yoo-hoo. laughs>
Hello.